Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. I'm reading what you sent me on Friday, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell the audience what you sent me. It says, what up? What's good, TK? My name is blah, blah, blah. I'm 34 years old. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and I have a situation. My father is 68 years old, retired, but not living in the best situation, and he has a seven-year-old daughter, my little sister. Now, I understand at a certain age, people are stuck in their ways, but things I try to stress to him are important, like having life insurance, burial insurance, writing a will, and just taking care of his health to another level. Because I know once he passes, me and my siblings have a little girl to raise, and I just want things to be the best for her. I'm the only child out of all my siblings that doesn't have a child. So I know that responsibility of raising her will fall on me eventually. So what are my ways for me to handle the situation with my father so that I could get through to him to take care of things while he's obviously the way I'm communicating to him isn't working. Thank you for your time, TK. Hope to hear from you soon, player. Yeah, some parents, boy, man, especially that age group. Yeah, man, he's he's very old school, man, and um, he's he's always been, you know, he always been, you know, hard headed. He always been a, a person that's uh, very strong will, and you know, and that I understand. But you know, I just believe, you know, at a certain age, you know, so you yeah, get to especially a got a kid. He especially got a child that yeah, he, know man, he ain't going. He, ain't, I'm sorry to interrupt. But you got a child that he knows that he may not see to be 18 years old. My point exactly, and you know, I, it just it sometimes get underneath my skin because it's like, man. Why am I the only one this concerned about a situation like this? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, to do a back to do a, do a quick backstory on myself. Okay. So, um, my I have a I have a, a older brother and I have a, a another sister who's six six months younger than me. Okay. So they they both have the same mother. You know what I'm saying? I'm the I'm I'm the outside baby. I'm the John okay. Snow of the family. So Okay. Um so you know, later on, like, you know, both both of them have children. My my brother has a son, and my sister my sister has a son. Now she just she just had a son like last year. Okay. And so you know, other than my little sister, you know, I'm the only one who doesn't have any children. You know what I'm saying? I don't have any kids. You know, I'm not married. You know, I don't have any children. So I know that you know once he once you know once that time comes, you know, and it's just me being realistic. A lot of people don't like to talk about that, but mm-hmm. you know. You have to be realistic about things that's going on. You know, we, I just lost a, a uncle last year. Right. And seeing seeing my my cousins going through uh, situations with their you know with their with their siblings and things of that nature, fighting fighting over who gonna get you know get who gonna get what and all that stuff. Yeah. I like oh I don't want that. You know, saying so me seeing that it stressed me out. And you know, it's not you know it's my family, but it wasn't even my father. And it stressed me out just seeing that. So ever since I seen that. You know what I'm saying? I've been like hell bent on making sure I get my my you know my affairs in order, making sure that my family have their affairs in order. So you know when when that time comes, you know what I'm saying? It'll be a smooth transition as, as well as yep. it should. You know what I'm saying? Like you say, man, it ain't how about you know it's not how well you live, it's how well you die. And that's right. Oh, so, so so true. 
sultry, and it didn't really it I, it made sense to me, but it didn't click until I seen that firsthand. Mm-hmm. Like once you see that firsthand, and you see how family can get, how how ugly things can get, and I just don't want that for myself. And I even told my father, like you know, I don't I don't need nothing from you. I'm you know right. I'm 34 years old. I can I can I can bust my ass the rest of my life to do what it is that I need to do for me and myself and my family financially myself. Right. I just want you to make sure that things are good for you, your daughter. Right. Because she she needs that more so than anybody else. The rest of your kids are grown. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I me personally, I don't want anything from you. I just want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself and that you are, and, and whenever that time comes and you leave her, that she's taken care of. Right. And what are you saying? Well, he... He hears me, but, you know, he don't really, you know, my dad's stuff, you know, he's stuck in his way. He don't really talk about it too much. You know what I'm saying? He don't like to talk about it. And I, and, and I understand that to a certain extent, but I'm like, like, you know, we got to be realistic. Like, you you, you 68 years old, my God. Like, you're not promised, you're not promised to see her live another five years. Right. It's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we, you know, we're going to keep it all the way 100. You know what I'm saying? You're looking at how people die so early in America these days, like, uh-huh. and put, especially with this COVID situation going on, like, Anything, like, almost every anything could happen. Right. So, you know, I just want to make sure that she's in the best in the best position. You know what I'm saying? And I understand, you know, and I'm willing to take on my sister, you know, if anything happens to my father. I'm willing to take her on because, like I said, I don't have any children. Okay. You know, my sister, she stays in, she stays in Vermont. And I so have you a, can take insurance on your father. Yeah, I could, but it's it's certain information that I need that he that he's not connecting with me. He's not he's not he's not you know giving me these things that I need for. And what do you need? Well, I I think I would need like you know his uh, social security number, little things like that. Like he he doesn't really he doesn't really open up and talk about these things, TK. And it and it just really it just it it, it kind of irks me because right. I, because I, because you know with me seeing things firsthand, you know. I told him like when my uncle passed, and my my uncle was a truck driver as well. And he passed in the truck, and you know he in the, in the truck in the crash. Yeah, yeah. and then, you know, and that blew my freaking mind. He was driving. He was at a. What yeah, happened? He was, he was he was driving. Well, he was driving, and and my suspension is something that was probably wrong with the truck, and he he went into uh, he went off the road and. Like full speed and it and it, and it crashed him straight down the ditch. Wow! Killed him. Killed him on sight. So you know, ever since then, you know, what I'm saying I'm like, yo, dad, you know, I don't, you know, I just want to go and get this stuff out of the way. Like I don't want anything from you, dog. Like I just want you to write your will, whatever that whatever that may be. Write your will. You know, what I'm saying have some life insurance because I told him I don't have fifteen grand to put in the ground. That's right. I got this little girl here who has a whole lifetime in front of her, and like, like, wh- why would you want to leave your family? Because like I told him, like, you know, if you're not if you're not gonna take care of these things while you're living, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, TK, and you know, people laugh at me when I say this, but I'm so serious. Like, if you're gonna leave this earth and you're not, you don't have things in order. Okay, now you're leaving me. You're leaving me no choice but to do what I need to do. I'm gonna put you in that burn. I'm going to burn your ass. Listen, but I, that's what I've been teaching people to do anyway, to put them sure. in the burner, because it's a myth. You think that you have to give. Everything has been 
capitalist, right? Yeah. Marriage, they convince people to get married. They convince people to put people in the ground. And it's the worst investment in the world. You put fifteen, twenty thousand dollars in the ground. You're dead. You're fucking dead. Exactly. You made it. Take the stress off people. Yeah. Other people do something with your ashes and keep it moving. But we are so because we think with our hearts, not with our minds. You know, we got to have this funeral. We got to have all these people show up. Man, fuck all that shit. I say the same thing, man. I, and I, I be asking my family, like, you know, like real questions. I'm like, you know, like my siblings, I ask them, like, you know, if, if Pop died right now, do any of you, do, 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 do any of you have seven to eight grand to go in to bury this man? Probably don't have No. You know, see, my, my older brother, he's not in the best financial position. My sister, she's married. She stays in Vermont. She's a teacher. So, you know, I'm a truck driver. And, you know, I'm making money, but I'm not a freaking millionaire. Right. Just to just sit there and drop fifteen, sixteen thousand. I'm like, dang, like, you know, if if it came to then he only need like a couple thousand, okay, cool. I pay two, three thousand. But I got to put up eight to ten. Right. Put you in the ground when you could, when you had 70, 80 years of your whole life to have it yep. for this day. And, and, and here's the thing me. about what you're saying. It's not just your father, young man. It's 90% of the American people who live in denial. That's sad, man. And I That's tell people on stage, I said, look around the room. You're not saving for retirement. You're not saving for when you get old. And you're not saving for your burial. And I see a lot of people in the shelter. And I said, you can't depend on your kids no more. Because I said, if you read, research has shown children are putting their parents in the home and yeah. never coming to see them. Yeah. It's Just locked them away and gone. It's ugly, man. It's a real thing. I have an aunt. She's in a nursing home. Right. She's, she's, I don't even think my aunt even, she may be, I don't even think auntie is 60 yet. I don't even think she's 60. Yes. And you know it's 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 so hard out here. Like you know, it's, and I, I tell my dad, like you know, it's not a, you know, it's not as easy as it was back then. You know what I'm That's saying? True. Like you got a you got apartments, one bedroom apartments in Atlanta, man. It's like fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars yep. a month. That's right. You got houses out here. You don't even get TK in Atlanta. You get you got you got houses worth three three hundred thousand dollars. You don't even get a fireplace, bro. Man. You don't even get a fireplace. So that's why I be saying, like, you know, just have your affairs in order, man. I tell my little cousin, man, man listen, stop playing. Get your things in order. Because before you know it, you go to bed at 30, you wake up, you're going to be 56. It goes by fast, player. It does. It goes by I, fast. But It I goes by to, fast. It goes by when you play, if, When you're playing around so much, it does go by fast. Yes, yeah, sir. Even if you're not playing around, it goes by fast. Is it something about once you become an adult and you start understanding this 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 thing called system, you start understanding winter, spring, and fall, and you start looking forward to the next year, it just takes the fuck off so fast. It's like unreal. And it's like it gets faster. The older you get, it's like it gets faster and faster. Yeah. Like it becomes a blur. Like it's, 
I, I've only been truck driving for a year, and it's still I remember me going to freaking uh, Iowa yesterday, like it was yesterday. I remember everything I ate, everything. It's just it's just amazing how fast everything goes. Mm-hmm. I just I just I just want. I just want people to understand, like, you know, to how important it is to. Yeah. And I've been preaching this since I've been doing this podcast. I've been from my shows to, and I'm glad you heard me. And I want people to see we're all getting older and I, I'm just setting the blueprint. And I'm glad people are really listening to me. It means a lot to put people in positions or, you guys have you have you guys getting mentally prepared? So since you, and I'm, I heard you, so here's what I'm thinking: you got to do what you got to do, fam. You, if he, that's the game he want to play, set your mind and put his ass in the furnace. But here's what you got to do: you got to find a way somehow to get his. Social Security number or anything. Even if you just got ten, twenty thousand dollars from his death, because mm-hmm. I don't know if you can get a big policy at his age now, right? Yeah, so, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, and then you don't know his health. So if you get a big policy, you got to the doctors are going to have to come take his health. So we don't know what his health is. His health could be bad already. So I mean, he's he's. I know he's been dealing with high blood pressure for a while. And oh yeah. I just, oh. yeah, they I got just they got burial insurance, but he can't get no major insurance like in the hundreds and hundreds of thousands. But do your research, find an insurance person down there, mm-hmm. and talk to them, and ask them what your options are, and tell them what you want to do. You know, don't tell them, don't tell them he got he got high blood pressure. Don't say none of that. Just say, hey, I just want to do some things and help my father who has um, a, a daughter and I just want to know what can I do in case of America I'm, I'm a concerned son okay that's what you do I'm a concerned son and you take it from there fam you take it from there because you're going to be mad when he dies and they don't listen to you you're going to be pissed the fuck off matter of fact I mean, it pisses me off now, and he and he breathing. You know what I'm saying? Right. It pisses me off now because it's like, it's like I'm 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 hollering. I'm, I'm telling y'all this. Like we just went through this with his with my with my dad's brother last year, and I'm like, bro, like, like why ain't nobody listening to me? Like, you know, why is this? You know, it just brushed off. You know, everybody go back to watching football or something like that. And I'm like, like I'm just what I'm what I'm saying is just nonsense. I want to know what he said to you, what he says, what his answers are when he well, tells you, when you tell him about this. Well, when I tell him about these things, TK, you know, he he kind of he he try he kind of brush, brushes his, he brushes off. You know what I'm saying? Like you know you know we say he'll always say, well you know we'll talk about that another time, or he always say, well you know we'll see, we'll see, and all this stuff. And I'm like, what you mean we'll see? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you mean? Well, yes, we will see. That's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to get you to a point to yeah. where we, when we see, things will be taken care of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, it just, it pisses me off sometimes. And you know, my father, I mean, my father has always been this way. So you know, 
is I, I was I was just I was hoping that you know with, with him losing his brother, you know what I'm saying, and seeing how things went with my you know with my with his nephews and my cousins and just seeing how things went with that route, right? That would you know that would at least push him or some somewhat motivate him to nope. do, do do things better. That's when you know people are in denial when they see it and they still don't do nothing about it. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, man. It, it pisses yeah. me off, man, because, I mean, you know, with me being a truck driver, me being over the road and stuff, like, you have a lot of time to think about things in silence. So, you know, just, just with me thinking about things, thinking about the bigger picture, you know what I'm saying, that's something that was, like, really What heavy about the, um, the baby's mama? Well, okay, let me get a story about that. Well, the the baby mama, she, she passed. What? She was, uh, yeah, man, so... I'm gonna be all. I'm gonna be all the way one thousand with TK, and you know, I love my father, but you know, he he has a problem when it comes to women. He he picks. He doesn't pick the best. So he he the my sister's mother. She was she was younger than my sister. That's six months younger younger than me. Uh-huh. She was younger than her. She was in her twenties. Right. When my, dad, when my dad was dating her, she passed when she was like twenty. Twenty-seven. She died from um, pneumonia. Okay. So you know she was, you know she was, uh, you know, Gyrus bed. She wasn't, you know, she wasn't the best person when she was here. When you, you know, say best person, she was a horrible person. She was on drugs. What do you mean? She yeah, was, she was on. She was on drugs. She okay. was. Uh, she was in the streets. She was in the streets. Okay, so he's like fucking with um, women he could take advantage of. Bingo. But okay. this, is, this is the first time that he's, to, I'm, to my knowledge, that he's ever dealt with a woman that young with him being that old. Right. So, you know, I mean, he looking never, back at it now, you know, he's being a grown man, you know, so he's always dealt with women that he can somehow try to control. Right. So he meets prostitutes and women he can give a little bit of money to and lure them in. But he doesn't care because he just – he. He sees that they can't do nothing for him, and he still fucks them and nutting them. Well, I mean, I know, I don't know if he ever dealt with prostitutes, but I wouldn't put it past him either. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, what I mean by that is, two girls in the streets is doing drugs, right? I'm just. Oh going. yeah, she was definitely on drugs. She yeah, she's definitely drugs on drugs. She's a young kid, so yeah. he fucking this. He this is the thing I talk about with men: how men and women. Look for the easiest way to get pussy, right? Yeah. So if you got a little change, you might could take a girl out to eat or buy something and all this, and she'll fuck you. And what he did wrong, he nutted in her and had a child. So that already goes to show you that your dad's decision-making is horrible. And if he could do that and meet a woman that's on drugs and not care, she ain't have a place to live. She ain't have none of this. He dancer ain't gonna care about getting insurance, y'all. TK, you hit the nail on the head. He make horrible fucking decisions. And I'm gonna tell you one that's even worse. Mm-hmm. So you know, so my father is, he stays in a studio apartment. Mm. Stays in the studio. He's sixty. He's six, about to be sixty years old. He stays in the studio apartment. Right. And it still makes me mad to this day. But he went. You know, once he once he retired, he retired from his job early. First of all, he retired mm. from his job early. 
he goes out here and buys a $20,000 motorcycle with TK in a studio apartment. <laughs> he buys a $20,000 uh, motorcycle cash. Wow. And to this day, TK, this man hasn't rode that motorcycle one time. Not one time have I ever seen this man on this motorcycle. He just got it sitting out there in the, in the, park, in the apartment parking lot. You are kidding me. TK, I promise you, man. That pissed me off so bad. So I'm like, what was the purpose of you getting this motorcycle? And he was like, well, you know, I told myself once I retire, I was going to get myself, you know, I'm going to get myself a motorcycle. I said, well, that's all cool and dandy before you had this child, Dad. Like, why would you you go out here and do that? You could have put that money towards a house, put down on a house. Yeah. Or, you know. Or just held on to it. A bigger apartment so your daughter can have her own room. Right. She's eight years old and don't even have a. She's seven, eight years old and even have her own room, TK. So he she stays with him. Yeah, she stays with him. She doesn't like I said, she, What was that? In the studio apartment? Yes, sir. Without a mama. Without her, without her mother. Her mother, her mother dead. Oh, that's sad, yo. I'm telling you, man. That's what, that's what I was telling you. He doesn't live in the best conditions that he should. Ah, oh, that's sad. He does. So, so that's why I'm bad like, decisions. If he's making bad decisions with a motorcycle, if he's making bad decisions staying in the studio, he don't care about himself. Bro. He don't care about the kid. He don't care about you. Everything about him is I don't give a fuck. And if I'm not mistaken, let me ask you a question. Was he ever on drugs? No, he's never been involved. Well, he's, he's always been like a drinker. He was a drinker. Okay, that's he's what he does. Know. So he's a he has a he might have an ailment he might he might be um um have a mental disease. So he drinks. Mean, he might. Yeah, he, he might. got a mental disease. Yeah, he might. I think because my brother, him and my brother are just alike, man. They just alike, TK. Just alike. Me, you know, both bullheaded. They, you know, they 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 make. Crazy decisions, like yeah. things, things of that nature, and I and I, I always thought that it was chemically unbalanced myself, man. Yeah, when I when I hear people drink a lot, that's how what I always think about them. There's a disease they got a you know the, the alcoholism is called a lot of different things. But what I'm seeing since it's a it sounds like hereditary, it sounds like they probably got it from their mother or their dad. That's what it sounds like that they inherited. He's slowing down on his drinking now because now that he's get he got older for him drinking for so long, you know what I'm saying? Like now when he if he drinks too much alcohol, like his his feet and legs and stuff start to swell. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's so, uh, so, like, so his mental decision is horrible. Yeah, his 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 make him making decisions, it is it's horrible, TK. Horrible. It's horrible. So, you know, I was just thinking like, you know, like, come on, Daddy, man, you're 60 plus years old. You're still making, like, this is this is something like a 20 year old or 19 year old would do. Right, yep. Like, mm-hmm. you know, not at not your age. Like, you know, I, and, it's, and it just made me upset because I'm like, bro, I can't be the smartest guy in this room right now. But you are. I so, what you've got to do is be. Here's the thing about life people always want people to be something that they're not. And that's what frustrates you. What's what's making you upset 
if he's not being what you want him to be. And you can't do that. So you got to, what we call, you got to make an executive decision. You got to move forward to protect you once he's gone. So one, you take care of the insurance, um, um, a plot, you call the insurance company to make sure you do that. The other thing that you do is you're going to start put, have to put some money aside to save because she's coming to live with you. And you just got to raise it like a big brother, yo. I'm sorry that your situation is like that, and hopefully you can find a nice wife or a girlfriend that'll help you raise her. But what you have here is what you got. You got a hard hand to play. This is difficult because nobody's helping you. Nobody's giving you that um, that 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 extended hand to say, "Yeah, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this for you. Let's get this done." And at the funeral and all this, and it dies from this conversation. Everything that you thought is going to come to reality. Yeah, and that's, you know, these are the facts. Yeah, that's, and that's the scary part, you know what I'm saying, to even just, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's easy for me to think about because I'm a realist at heart anyway, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's great that you're thinking about it, though, fam. Yeah. It's not bad. Don't, think, don't look at it as bad. Look at it as that you know this is what's going to happen. And when you know something... I don't say it makes it easier, but you're prepared. You know how your mindset is going to be. You know what it's going to take. So by you knowing, you have the advantage. That's true. You know, you know this is like what I say. You know your daddy ain't shit. He's not the brightest. You know, you got, and, and it's probably good when he dies so that she could live with you to have a future and have some type of um, advantage in life because right now she's staying in that house with him. It's depressing. She has no child-like life. Exactly. She's not, you know, she doesn't have enough, in my opinion, she doesn't have enough female female examples. Right. Because I know on my dad's side of the family, this number of dudes, like my grandmother had five boys. Right. So, you know, it's nothing but men, and then all of them had nothing but nothing but boys. You know, pretty much on my dad's side of the family, it's nothing but men. Right. And, you know, with her, you know, I want her to, you know, be around women and be an example of, you know, what a woman is, how a woman walks, how she's supposed to talk, yep. this, these things. I don't want her being around a whole bunch of men and she, you know, acting like a nigga and stuff. I, yep. I don't want it for her. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I see where this is going. Um, it, uh, I hate to say this, but the best thing that's going to happen is for him to die. And I know my fans and people listening think TK Cole, and yep, I am, because I'm tired of people going through this life being soft being emotional. And you should be emotional. Yep. 
you should, but when it comes down to reality, you've got to face that motherfucker hard to be ready for it. Because if not, if you can go on the motherfucker depression. You can be the the person in the grave site, in the grave, before anybody else. You know? You know, if you don't, if you don't think about it, if you don't take this shit seriously, and I love you, fam, because you taking it seriously. You take you listening, and I tell people about when I travel the country. Tell people about the TKKs of my head, because I got the jewels on this motherfucker. If people listen to my show. Way before the pandemic, everybody been ready for the PPP loan, SBA loan. I didn't know the pandemic was coming, but I had motherfuckers ready. I think I get some of the best advice in the world. And, you know, I, I just hope people eventually just really listen to stay home with, on TK, really on top of his game. And well, I mean, for sure, I mean, the first time I ever I ever heard you was on the uh, uh, on the Lloyd uh, mixtape. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm listening, I'm listening to, I'm like, man, listen, who the hell this guy think he? Who's this motherfucker out here talking all this shit on his mixtape? <laughs> so I started doing my googles and stuff, and I said, okay, TK Kirk. I'm like, who the fuck? Who the fuck is TK Kirk? Where he been? Then like. Boom! I meet I, I meet um, one of my cousins and she's been a fan of you for years. Right. Like TK Kirkland, that's that motherfucker. That's TK. I was like, well, tell me more about TK. And she just sent me a whole bunch of YouTube videos or your stand up and things like that. So I definitely respect you and respect what you're doing and respect the messages that you that you're putting out here because I I kind I live by some of the messages that you yeah. that you deliver to us people and you know like you say like I just I wish I wish. I, I wish this was being done when I was in high school, you know what I'm saying? But right. I'm also grateful that, you know, that I get the message in general because a lot of people, like, you know what I'm saying, like in their 60s and 70s, never really got this kind of talking to or got That's this. That's so true. Him. So, you know, I, I just want you that, that I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah and I'm, I'm, I'm thankful. People come up to me all the time and, and from Glad TV to – my show and say thank you and it makes me feel real good to know that I I'm I'm reaching out to you. But that's the way you gotta approach this life. You gotta approach this thing. You wanna be balanced, right? You wanna be sentimental, you wanna be emotional. But when people put you in a corner, like your father, he's putting you in a corner. Mm-hmm. You gotta take advantage and do what you gotta do to protect yourself. You got a CYA, cover your ass. That's all this is. You got to cover your ass because your uncles can't help you because they bums. A wives can't help you because they're not going to give a fuck. Yeah, it's only, it's only one that's not a bum, but the rest of them, you're right, man. Hitting the nail on the head. And one is not a bum, but he ain't going to help you? No, he's not. No, nah, he's not. I love him, but, you know. Yeah, he ain't going to help you. That's true. He's, he's going to be like, that's my mommy's responsibility. Exactly. He got his own family. So I right. Know. His own family. And he ain't going to take the baby in. Nah. Nah. Oh, later. 
It's, it's the truth, though. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I tell people all the time, you know, damn how you feel. Like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like you say, sometimes a lot of you just got to take it for what it is and move accordingly. You know, deal with the hand that you dealt. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. So I understand that wholeheartedly, and, you know, and I accept it for what it is. I deal with the feelings of it later, but I have to deal with what's, what's black and white. You got to. I deal with it like I deal with everything else. I deal with it head on, so. There you go. And you already win, and you know why? Because you reached out to me. So you oh, could yeah, easily, sure. You could easily just kept it moving and been like your father and dealt with it when it happened. Oh, fuck it. I deal with it. I just keep driving my truck. Now I even think about it. And every time I think about it, you do like your father. Is doing that. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I've... I've I talked to my mom about it. You know what I'm saying? I talked yeah, to my mom. There's not too much she can do. She's not going to take yeah, your daughter. I mean, she, she's telling me, similar to what you're saying, like, you know, she's like, son, all you can really do is what you can. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't you can't make them do anything. That, you know, mm-hmm. all you can do is bring up the conversation, and and that's that's. What I don't I'm, even want you to bring it up no more. Yeah, And that's what I told I'm not going to bring it up no more. I'm just going to let him do. No, just let him die. And bury his ass. I mean, and, and, and get him cremated. Don't worry about it. Can yeah. nobody in your family tell you anything different? Because guess what? Ain't none of them gonna give you any money. Not one of them. Not about that. Ain't none of them gonna say, "Oh, we putting our money together, or we gonna do a GoFundMe." Nope. And I don't even want that to be TK. Okay? Like, you know, I, it's, it's embarrassing mm-hmm. for, it is. A person, for a person to pass who's been living on this earth for 70, 80 years and they ain't even got $15,000 to bear their own ass. It's embarrassing. Around. It's embarrassing, man. It's humiliating. Yes, it is. It's humiliating mm-hmm. to sit here and ask strangers for money. I got people who call me sometimes because in their 50s asking for $50. It's embarrassing, man. And I get some people coming come in hard times. You know what I'm saying? Come, they, they come in rough mm-hmm. times. I, mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. Listen to me. You on this earth all this time from, I believe, when you, from the child, parents got two sick kids to put money away. And watch this story I'm about to tell you. And I want you to remember this, okay? Okay. The days you have a child, the day that baby was born, or before then, I want you to start putting seventy five hundred dollars a month, regardless of what the daycare is, regardless of other that other money is called move, not move. What I want to call this, um, 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 your ready fund. A ready fund is every child that a, a parent has should have a ready, um, a ready account that when your child turns 18, 21, or 25, you give them a check to get into their own apartment, get furniture, and buy a nice car. When they're 16, you put them on your American Express card 
You ain't got to give them the card. You put them on your American Express to help build their credit. So when they do turn 21, 22, and they file for credit, can't nobody say, oh, your credit is bad. People think crazy. People will wait till a child is 18 to tell them to start working. Cameras will wait till a child is 18 and say, hey, you on your own. Now you got to do out, go out here for yourself. But that's wrong. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. That got to change, man. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my I would never put a child out here in this fucking world at 18 and try to make it. It's still a child. Thank you. It's still a child. You you you, you basically taking a, a person who's been up under your wing their whole life, and now they become a certain age, you throw them out to the wolves and tell them to uh, survive. Especially when you didn't help them 18 years to get them ready. Exactly. That's being in denial. 18 years, you've been bullshit. No, one day your child will turn 18, and you didn't prepare? Next week's episode yeah. is going to be on this. A girl I met, I was talking to her. When she turned 18, her parents left for a day, yo. She had to sleep in the car, went to college and everything. Uncle, uncle helped her. But her parents left her for dead, and she's still, she's making that. She's a teacher. She's doing well in Denver. And um, she's friends with her mom. And I told her, fuck your mom. I won't be friends with that bitch. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a tough upbringing right there, man. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. And she said her mom apologized. That means your mom was aware she did something wrong. It just happened you made it. Now she's trying to be your friend because now her ass is getting old and she's going to need you one day. Either that or she don't want to die alone. Yeah, she's going to need that. That's what I mean. That's, man, that's crazy. I'm cold with it, yo. But that's, that's real talk, TK. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you can't rebuttal what's true, man. Like that's, Right. Like, like he's saying, like, and that's something I had a conversation with my brother because he has a son. And, you know, he's one of those people, like, you know, when my son get 18, you know what I'm saying, he's going to be out here getting a child, he's going to do this in third. And I'm like, I'm like, so you just going to throw him out, you know, you're going to put him out here in this world with all these, you know, with all these wolves out here after you've been grooming, after he's been a child under your house all your life? Uh-huh. Like, so what did he say? Well, he was, he was just saying, he was saying that, you know, when, when his son, you know, turned 18, you know, he needs, he gonna he, he gonna need to get a job and this and the third and he gonna be out on his own and all this stuff and I'm like so you want him to take the same route that you took? Yeah, and, tell him don't do that, yo. And how and how is that working for you? Right. You know, I, when, like, when I, I hear when I hear people say parents say that they looking for an easy way out. Exactly. That's all that is. Exactly. Oh, they're 18, I ain't got to pay for this no more. I ain't got to pay for I can live my life. But it's wrong. It is wrong. As if, because it's like, I told him, I was like, you know, you're never going to stop being a father anyway. Until the day you die. And, exactly. And even then, you're still going to be considered a father because you're mm-hmm. still living. Yep. You're, being a parent to all the people who don't have kids yet, let me tell you what being a parent is. Yeah, it's good to see the kids playing around and playing and having a good time. But if you're a real parent, you're a real parent, you are never, ever, 
and mental peace ever again. Because you love your children so much, and this world is so fucked up. You can't help but worry. Look what happened at Astro World this weekend. Crazy, Kids man. Kids going to a friendly damn concert. Friendly. And the kids went in there, and eight people died. And what they're finding out is that somebody was running around with a needle injecting people with what they don't know because they're doing autopsies now. But the, one of the security guards, a cop, says he got injected in the neck that somebody was um, walking by doing this to these people. What? Mm-hmm. You got to Google it and get up the phone. That part, I, now I heard about, you know, some people dying, but I thought it was just over, like, them being, like, you know, ran and jumped over, being stampeded. Mm-hmm. But not because, this is crazy. A needle, yo. Being injected with a needle. I couldn't imagine. I feel, man, I feel so bad for the parents, man, who dropped their kids off for that. And, oh, my God, yo. And, and, their, and their kids not coming back all over. Mm-hmm. Man, listen, man. That'll drive me up the wall, man. Oh, brother. That's sad, mm-hmm. man. That's, that's sick. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, 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 got, you got 18-year-old kids out there. You dropping them off. You, you sending them out here to these wolves. You want them to, to survive. Apparently, one of the young kids that died was 14. See what I'm saying? That's too young to me to be at a concert. Especially in that type of concert. Huh? Especially at that type of concert. I'm, yep. I'm not 14 sure. 14 years old? Man, no. Nah, ain't no way. No way. No way, man. Look, you're going to watch that on YouTube, my guy. You're mm-hmm. one of that. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. By yourself, too? Nah. Mm-hmm. I think of your family. I mean, gonna, but 14 is still too young. That, that's too young, man. To be, to be. don't want anything to happen, you can get separated. A fight will break out. Yeah. And everybody can go different directions, right? And you can't find a person. That's crazy, man. That, I did not know that, TK. Yes, sir. That's yes, man, that's sad. It's, it's so much stuff going on in this world, man. You really got to be. Man. I really wish. You know what? I don't know, family. I was going to say I really wish, but it's just really a hope and a prayer. Because really I've been on this earth a lot longer than you. And in my lifetime, all I've seen is getting worse. And that's a man. I know it. You know, like as you being as you being a father. You know, since since you've been here, it's been getting worse. So I already know you worry. Mm-hmm. You worry about getting worse though. Yeah. The kids don't play spades no more. Barbecue. We're going to reach the barbecue. We play spades. All these kids do now is twerk and kill each other. And play video games all day. Mm-hmm. I was, I went to uh, I went by my grandmother's house uh, yesterday, matter of fact, and uh, I didn't see you know usually around this time you know you see kids around their bikes playing pickup football, playing basketball mm-hmm. outside. You know what I'm saying? But now. You don't see none of that, man. No, yeah. I got cousins and stuff that got bikes for Christmas. 
ain't even put on the pavement yet, TK. Ain't even, ain't even drove it. Mm-hmm. Don't even know how to ride the bike. And I'm like, man, crazy. It just, it's crazy just how just to see how times change. Like it's it's ridiculous. But it's that technology, man. That video game, you know, they can talk to their friends in that video game. They don't have to go in nobody's house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And smartphones and video games have destroyed these young kids. It has. It, it, it's technology that has done a lot of good is equal as it's done bad. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, you know what I'm saying? It took. It, it takes away the you know the the development of people actually talking to each other, have learn how to hold a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why you have so many people now that they have this anxiety when they be in a group full of people, a group, you know, like they don't even know how to be human anymore. Right. Like you got, you got men out here don't even know how to talk to women no more. Yeah. You got women don't want to be, you know, you can't even tell the women, you know, you look beautiful today and all these things. It's just crazy. It's just madness. It is. I'm, you know, I was born in 87. So I actually seen like, I'm, you know, I'm like in the middle. I I was mm-hmm. around before the internet came out, so I know right. what life was before then. And then to see it now, and see where how things are, you know, where things are taken now, it's like it be blowing my mind sometimes, man. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind sometimes. You told a girl she's beautiful today; she would look at you like you are insane. Yeah. Yes. Well, look at you crazy. They're like, dang, like I. I was just giving you a compliment on your dress. I think you look nice in the dress. Mm-hmm. I don't want to holler at you. I don't want, to, mm-hmm. I don't want your number or nothing. I'm just giving right. you a compliment. But, dang. All right. And so now you got this thing. I read an article where women are complaining about men not um not not coming to them, not talking to them. Shit, they, we scared. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, And it's like, okay. You damn if you do, you damn if you don't. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you can't play both sides. Like you know, and I get it. It's some, it's some, it's some, it's some dickheads out here. Some assholes. Mm-hmm. Go and talk to women a kind of way, and the woman tell them no, they curse them out, call them all kind of bitches and hoes. Mm-hmm. And that's some weak nigga shit. Always right. Be from the from 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 sun up to Sunday, it's always gonna be that way. But. At the same time, like you know, I, I can't even hold a decent conversation with you without you, without you feeling like, okay, well, he gonna try to get with me, or he gonna try to ask for my number. Like, I'm just having right. a conversation. That's that just me. I like, I like this. No, like, it's so crazy. You can't even pick a girl up from her house no more. No, man. No. You'll nope. say I'll meet you there. Exactly. I'll meet you there, or you know, or send me an Uber. Mm-hmm. Or something of that nature. And you know, I, I was I was brought up. You know, I'm, I'm a country boy. So right. I was, I was I was brought up. You know, you get your you get your car, you go to a house, you mm-hmm. go to her door. You don't you don't stand in the driveway and beat the right. horn. You go to her door, and if if, if her parents are there, you you know you introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, that's just how I was born and raised. And you bring yep. her back, you know, and, and if she stayed with her folks, you bring her back home at a at a good hour. Mm-hmm. Not at eleven. You know what I'm saying? Like you bring that, you bring you bring that man daughter back at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and that's how it always has been. So you know, with me, because that's just where I was brought up when I was right. Young, that's how, that's what it was. But now, if you're going to if you're going to go pick up a girl, hey man, when you get to the driveway, just beat the horn, I come out. I'm like, dang, like you only want me to open the door for you, or nothing, like. Mm-hmm. But you know. 
as I got older, I started changing, you know, started changing what, what type of women that I'm And even the girls are now saying, you don't have to get my door. Yeah. And I tell the female, when I'm on stage performing, I, I tell the female, if you tell a man you don't have to get my door, bitch, you deserve anything that's about to happen to you. That's <laughs> 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 uh, mm-hmm. it, it just It's just amazing just to see just how much of the world changed, man. And, you know, like I say, it's, it's a lot of good things going on in this world, but it's equally just as bad as well. It's, you know, a lot of this stuff that's going on, the technology and all these things, it's helping us, you know, money-wise and stuff, but it's taking, it's taking away what we are as a human being, naturally. And we believe in the person that got the most money. Exactly. We don't even think about character no more. The person with the exactly. most money got to be the smartest. You don't think about substance. You don't think about their way of thinking and pure. Oh, he must be really smart because he got the most money. No. Nah, he can be the dumbest motherfucker in the room. Mm-hmm. Or it could be the the weakest or the, the lamest guy, guy in the room just got a lot of money. And that's, and that's, that's another right. thing, too, man. And, that, and what a, what, what these what these kids, they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't recognize wisdom when it's coming out your mouth. They recognize it when they see the car. Mm-hmm. Oh, where you live? What kind of shoes you got on? Mm-hmm. What kind of, you know, what, what, how many? You no, know, how many girls you got? How many followers mm-hmm. you got? I'm like, nigga, like, I don't, I don't even be on Instagram. I'm like, bro, you, you worrying about followers? I'm worried. You need to be worried about money. Mm-hmm. That's right. You got, you got a million followers. Okay, cool. Do you got a million dollars? Mm-hmm. I'm looking worried about followers, bro. You ain't even got ten thousand dollars in your bank. Like that too, y'all. You hit it right on the nail. And that and they grow. so crazy to me, man. Like, like dog, you you worried about followers? You worried about you know, likes? Like, bro, like none of this stuff pays your bills, dog. Yeah, and every parent who's listening to this episode, man, all the people who listen to this episode, if your kid is 11, 12, 13, 14, even if they got to go out here and do a paper route, even if they got to cut grass, wash cars, sell bottled water. Get them in the mindset of making money. Get them in the mindset of making money. That's so real, TK. That's so real. Because 80 years, 60 years, 50 years go by fast. And those kids who are 16, 17 years old will be 40, 50 years old in a blink of an eye. And only the people who are prepared, the people who were taught about what we're talking about, life insurance, very insurance, having a job, saving your money, getting a good education so you can keep a good job. Try to go into technology because that's the future. Have a, have, have a trade so you can always work because there will be another pandemic. There will be another crash in the stock market. There will be another shutdown of the government and you want to have a job that can keep you going. All these things we see on the news is lessons for the future because they will repeat itself. And the goal is to be ready, whether in your generation or the next generation. So you talk to your kids, you talk to friends, you tell them, how to do this, like how we're doing now. Like, one of the reasons why I'm glad I'm doing this, um, 
this podcast is that when I'm gone from here, and it's going to be one person, it's going to be one person going to listen to every episode, and it's going to change their life, and I'm going to know that I helped somebody to be prepared. They went on to be successful because they heard about T.K. Kirkland and saying, there's a lot of great podcasts out there, but no one is doing what I'm doing episode after episode. Nobody. That's true, because I listen to a lot of podcasts, and you're definitely one of a kind. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody that's doing that. this. Yeah, that's he's not lying about that. Right. Nobody's doing this type of shit. Mm-mm. This is life. Consistently the Jews. Consistently. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, like I said, I I, I definitely appreciate you, TK. Like, I, I really do, man, because you changed my life, like, just listening to some of the things that you put out. Even, you know, even in, you know, the Vlad videos and the Breakfast Club videos, like, I I listened I, I listened and, you know, I mm-hmm. got my and, you know, now I'm in a better position than I ever been, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, fin- financially, mentally, spiritually, physically. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I actually listened. And remember, yeah, I remember every I year you want to be better than you was last year. Yes, sir. Well, if you, if you take that blueprint, what I just said, and follow that, there's no way you can lose. I've been winning ever since I tried. Ever since I, I, I've been, ever since I took on what you, you know, the advice that you've been putting out there. Ever since I took it on, uh, I've been winning, man. Like for real, mm-hmm. like no lie. Like I've been winning. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's just you know, people, you know how people listen to things, you know, and they remember it, but they don't really apply it. Like I was right. I got I got tired of living how I was living, and you know, and I like I dropped everything. And I got the hell on, man. I got out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. I had to do. And I think and now life. you're going to be ready for your dad. But here's the crazy part see. about life. You can go before him. Exactly. So you got to take care of you. Yes, sir. So you got to make sure you have your insurance. Yes, you got to make sure you have something for you. Ain't that cold? Ain't life fucked up? Here we are talking about yeah. your dad. And 99% of the people will focus on what we talked about. But no one would ever thought about or think about, you can leave before your father. That's true. And anytime, any day, it don't mm-hmm. matter. That's true. So get your house in order first. Take care of you first, and you can worry about your dad. But we already have a plan for your dad. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're gonna let we ain't even going to worry about your father anymore. You, know, you already know what to do. Yes, sir. That's how you want to live your life, Dad. You left me no other choice. You left me another choice, Dad. And right. Boom, you live like that and be mad and live with your decision. Don't feel bad you had a cream made up. Don't let your aunts and uncles, why are we going to have a funeral? Don't even get caught up in that bullshit. Because they're all being fake. Exactly. 
What was that? What was that type of emergency when he was when he was out here living? You know. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying? And you said uh, from the beginning of the show, and I'm going to say it again. Nobody should be responsible for the person that's about to die. It's your responsibility to bury yourself, to be prepared. Your bad planning should not be my emergency. That's true. For now. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkland Podcast. I hope somehow, some way I lifted your spirits and gave you some knowledge that can change your life. Um, this week coming up is one of the most blessed weeks of my career on the this Friday, November 12th. Catch me in um, Colorado Springs. Me, Damon Williams, B. Flat. Who was on that show? On Pierre, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a great show. Let me tell you all where it's at. I'm going to sit here chewing on some. I've been flying. I just got in this morning. And my ass is tired, but I'm still on some motherfucking snack. <laughs> <laughs> it's at the Elegante Hotel, ladies and gentlemen. All right, 2886 Circle Drive, Colorado Springs. All right, um, just go to my Instagram page at TK underscore Kirkland, and you can find out the information there. Then Saturday in Tintley, Illinois. Man, this is a pleasure. I used to rock with this guy back in the day. Um, it's a young man named Morris Day in the Times. And when I used to hang out with Prince and people, a lot of people didn't know, me and Prince used to hang out together, too, back in the day. He was a big fan of T to the motherfucking K. So I got the opportunity to rock with um, Mars Day in the time at Tintley Convention Center in Tintley, Illinois. Also go on my Instagram to get that information as well. And also, ladies and gentlemen, on Sunday, May 14th, catch me in Houston, Texas at Grooves. In Houston, Texas, also go to Instagram, or you can go to um, certifyfunny.com and get your tickets for that show all next week. And then the week after that, I'm in Washington, D.C. at the Comedy Law for seven for six shows. Then the week after that, I'm in Columbus, Ohio at the Funny Bone on the night before Thanksgiving. Then on the 27th, catch me in Atlanta at the Fox Theater. Me and Adele Givens, Bill Bellamy, Dwayne Williams, and so on. It's going, that's going to be a great show. Hold on. You going, to be, you going to be in Atlanta? Yeah, I got, I'll get you tickets. Oh, man, that's love, TK. Appreciate it. Man. Yeah, it's at the Fox Theater on the 27th. Yeah, I got you. Just make sure you hit me like the day before and all that, and I got you. Okay. That's Ladies and gentlemen, ain't nobody working like TK Kirkland to all the comedians. If you are working, just make sure you're working. When you get my age, and just make sure you look as good and healthy as me when you get my age, nigga. That's, <laughs> that's the goal. That's the goal I'm putting on people's head right now. This is the TK Kirkland Podcast to everybody around the world, from people from Dubai to Australia to my fans in Japan to my fans in Rome. Thank you all for always showing love to my people here in the States. 
to my hometown, Jersey City, New Jersey, to my second home, Compton, California, to the late Easy E, and to everybody that I've ever met in my life. Thank you guys so much for your love and support. This is the TK Kirkman Podcast. Make sure you tell somebody who knows somebody that want to make it in life to listen to the TK Kirkman Podcast. You will be doing them an ultimate favor that they would cherish for the rest of their life. Stay in touch with me, my man. I'll see you um, November 27th, God willing. Appreciate it, TK. Much uh, love to you, man. Take okay, and follow that rule. You already know what you're going to do, okay? Yes, sir. Yep. You, and so you're winning right now. Yeah, you, the, the pressure's yes, off you. You already know how you're going to handle it. It's off me. It's, I already know what i got to do. I appreciate yep. it, man. Talk to you soon. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland for more information about upcoming events and more. Visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.